0: One small step for man, one giant leap for... Womankind
1: Hello, and welcome to Talking Townswomen. I'm the chair of this wonderful organisation Townswomen's Guilds, or TG for short, are a female membership organisation with groups known as guilds across the United Kingdom. We were established in 1929, and our predecessors were suffragists who fought to change the world for a better life for women. So we proudly still keep up the fight and campaign to make women's lives better. ah, Welcome to episode five. My name is Penny Ryan. Today I'm joined by Stella, Karen and Helena. Today we're talk, recording remotely from one another as we practice social distancing due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Today we're going to be talking about the changes that are currently taking place and the impact that it's had on ourselves, our families and TG as an organisation, and most importantly the positives we can take from this time.
2: Hello, I'm Cara Moore from Sedgley Evening Towns for Guild.
3: Hello, I'm Stella Trapp from Knoll Townswomen's Guild in Bristol.
0: Hi, I'm Helena from Nexus and I help TG with their marketing. Ladies, who
1: is isolating on their own at home at the moment?
2: I'm I'm not on my own. I've got my husband and two uh, teenage... Well, my my son's 20-something now, so we've got everybody here. Joseph's working from home, so he's got his laptop and he's he's getting on with his uh, work for Wolverhampton Council. Oh,
1: brilliant! Helena, are you working from home alone, or is your partner with you?
0: No, we're all here. Me and my the half and the dog, which is thoroughly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd I think I'd slightly underestimated um, how much the dog sleeps. Actually, I thought you know. I thought he'd be pottering around, but now he sleeps most of the day, so it's fine.
1: Good company. Good. And Stella, you're with your husband, I believe.
3: I'm with my husband. My husband's in the sheltered category, so that means he can go no further than the garden. So, although I can go out, it means that if I went out shopping or for my one-hour walk, it would mean that my husband would have to self-isolate within the house. So we'd have to have separate bedrooms, separate living rooms, separate bathrooms, separate kitchen. So to make life really much easier, I'm mm-hmm. self-isolating with him. So I go no further than the garden either. So anyway, we're pottering about and we're finding things to do. Well, that that's, that's good. I
1: know that you have started work on the Discovery Award, haven't you?
3: Oh, that's right. I just started it just before, well, a couple of months ago, um, Four sections that you have to do, and I've got them all started. And coronavirus has really changed the way that I'm doing my four sections for this award now. It's like the Duke of Edinburgh's award, but for the over 50s, so I'm well over 50, so I can sign up for that. And there's four sections that you have to complete: there's service in the community, a hobby or interest, recreational pursuit, and journey of discovery. So I'd started these things off, the service in the community. I thought, well, just when I was thinking about it, the Keep Britain Tidy campaign came up and said, would you like to join? And I thought, well, that's service to the community. So I signed myself up for hours. I joined different groups around Bristol got myself a picker, and then it all got cancelled because of coronavirus. So I'm still waiting to do that one. From the hobby interest, I decided really my hobby is townswomen's Guild. I love it. I put a lot of stuff into it. I get a lot out of it. But I was never really sure about the difference between the suffragists and the suffragettes. Penny's just um, enlightened us at the beginning. And I thought, you know, I really want to get to the grips with this. So I've actually almost finished my project, and this is where this self-isolation has been really good for me because I've read lots of books about the differences. I've looked at online, I'm writing things, I found photos, and I put together a project, and now I really understand the difference and I understand where townswomen's skills come from. That's been that's been a positive thing because I've had lots of time to do that. The recreational pursuit, well, anybody that's listening to this will know that I, I I'm not a sports person. I don't really do anything much except I go for a walk every morning to help. I've got arthritis in my spine and this sort of eases it out. So I thought, well, what I would plan to do then is to do extra walking. and with this, I saw online that the uh, Children's Hospice Southwest, was putting on a rainbow run where you ran, jogged, walked for five kilometres. While you were doing it, you got showered with different colour paints, which is why they called it the rainbow Mm -hmm. run. And me and my seven-year-old grandson signed up for this. So I thought, well, I don't want to embarrass my seven-year-old grandson by not being able to go round. I started walking every day. Coronavirus has put a stop to that so I'm now in front of the TV on YouTube every day doing my Keep Fit. The journey of discovery is the final section where you can plan a journey, either a virtual journey or a real journey. It was going to be a real journey, but coronavirus has now made it a virtual journey, so I'm having great fun in this isolation, planning my journey in my head, getting all the tickets, finding out what I can do at different places. Pluses and minuses, but I'm really pleased that I signed up for this Discovery Award because it's been something really practical, something that I can keep going, and I'm enjoying it. I'm so glad. I, I, I really
1: want to have a go at it, and I'm just finding time a little difficult at the moment, but I, yeah. I think uh, I'll be joining you on that journey. There is more detail <laughs> on the website, which is www.vertig.com. At the moment the Discovery Award office is closed. But if anybody wants to get started, I'm very happy to send them information so that they can start their journey and then formally register. Stella, are you counting your exercise time in terms of the hours for for the challenge? Ah,
3: because... oh, well, when I decided that I really needed to do Yeah, I really needed to do some more walking. I got myself a Fitbit watch, what all the young people get. So you put your watch on and it counts your steps and it counts how many miles you've been. So, of course, that's what's kept me going when I've been isolated indoors because you don't realise how little you walk about when you're indoors. Mm. My garden's not big enough to do a circuit of my TV, the the video that I found on YouTube is basically walking videos and variations of walking, lifting your knees up, stretching your leg a bit. I mean, I am over 50, way over 50, and I'm finding this quite stimulating. And as I say, at the end of it, I look at my Fitbit and think, oh, 5,000 steps, jolly good. <laughs> I'm able to log everything and make sure that I'm progressing.
1: Could you send me a link yeah. to the the videos that you're using, the programmes you're using, so I can put it on the yeah. Virus Hub?
3: Yeah, so I think I put it on Noel Towns Women's Guild Facebook page, but I can send you the link. The lady who does the Keep Fit is over 50 herself, so you don't feel intimidated that you're doing a Keep Fit exercise, you know, with a 20-year-old in Lycra. It's an encouraging sort of a... Uh, programme but I will send you the link
1: That would be really helpful because we get other people doing it then. Karen what are you doing
2: to keep yourself active? Well we've done lots of things with with Sedgley I've done the usual newsletter but i would managed to get 77% of emails off people a few more came in recently because of uh, the, the isolation I think made them realise mm. how important emails were and I put more things in the newsletter, like different ideas, the isolation ideas from uh, the TG website. Some of those jokes, puzzles, some uplifting poems, and some of the uh, the guilds gave contributions as well. One lady wrote a poem. And one lady's husband writes books. He's been to speak to Sedgley as well, but he writes mm. books on ghost hunting and ghosts in the Black Country. So so now, each month our newsletter is going to have a ghost, a Black Country ghosting, ah. and uh, and there's some puzzles quizzes to do and it's longer than normal this it, it, newsletter so uh, I've emailed it to everybody who've got an email for, and then there were about 14 ladies who hadn't they they had not got any internet so me and my husband and my son helped with a few decided that would be our exercise our local exercise and we did four different routes and yeah. We delivered all the other ones by hand, but that was really interesting, actually. And Sedgley is very—it's on a hill, so there's yeah. a lot of gradients. Well, <laughs> we bumped it. Well, we didn't bump into them. We saw a couple of the ladies and talked mm. to them at social um, distancing, of course. Yeah. The, the funny bit was we were looking for one uh, one address that I was—I'd written down as sixty-five. The house number was. And we mm. spent ages looking for this 65 and um, it was near a park and we went on the park So see if it was a house in the middle of the park, which of course it wasn't. And eventually I thought, I've got the list, the membership list somewhere on my phone. And it yeah. was 55. Oh. <laughs> we got there and she was talking through the window to her daughter. <laughs> so we had a little chat. But that's okay. been lovely, actually. Good. Apart from that, we've uh, one of the ladies set up a keep in touch messenger group and she's one of the she's in her 40s and she was already feeling that you know that she was missing people in about the first week of uh, isolation and she set it up and we've got lots of members on that and they're always chatting so if ever you're feeling down you can Put a comment on that and you'll get lots of supportive messages and uh, what everybody's doing and ideas and photos and all sorts. It's, it's really good. We'll have to continue that, I think, after isolation. Another thing we, we started was with my singing group, with yeah. Zoom, which I know the, the trustees have been using as well now. But I, I saw Zoom because on Facebook there's lots of different choir pages and choir groups that I'm mean, mm. in. And they all do fantastic, fantastic, all sorts of choirs represented, and they do fantastic things. And they were doing these Zoom uh, online singing, so that's what started me using Zoom. And I thought I'll just do one with I've got a ladies' choir as well as a TG choir, so I'll do a combined one, and we'll do the same songs. But that yeah. was quite amusing because unlike having a chat over Zoom, singing doesn't quite work like that. And um, when everybody starts singing at the same time, they're all out of sync, really out of sync. And it sounds horrendous. (laughs) So what has to happen? You have to, whoever the the leader has to mute everybody, except themselves, obviously. So you can't hear anybody singing, and they can only hear me. And they can't hear anybody else. So they're just singing on their own, and I'm just singing on my own. (laughs) But... I still enjoy it. (laughs) I still keep coming back. It's amazing
1: how much more acceptable all these new technologies are to people uh, this time. I run one guild as the treasurer stroke chairman, but I'm just a member of my first guild. And Mm. the first guild, I was quite surprised to see one or two of the ladies had email access that I didn't realise did have. It's yeah. the ones the people without that are more difficult to get hold of really for me. But uh Yes, it's, it's really good that you can keep the singing going because that that gives people a lot more self-esteem as well, doesn't it? It's good for the mental health to sing.
2: Yeah, yes, definitely. Yes, and they, they just like seeing each other. They can see each other and have a wave to begin with before I mute them, so they like doing that. And we've tried <laughs> to learn one or two new songs so that, you know, at least we feel we're progressing. Whether <laughs> I don't know how successful they are, though, because I can't hear them. <laughs> We have. I was concerned about the ones that uh, we the the people who aren't haven't got internet access. So the chairman divided up the membership list, and we each had three people to phone, which has worked brilliantly. And we've Um, we've talked to people we've never spoken to before, which has been brilliant.
1: That's good. I know I was very touched yesterday I didn't get anything on my to-do list but I had phone calls from all around the country various chairmen of federation were ringing me up to see how I was which which was very strange because it's usually me doing, yes. the, other, doing it the other way um, but it's lovely to keep in touch with people. It's the guilds that keep in touch which will bounce back at the end of this better, won't
2: they? Yes, I think, definitely. We've tried to keep some of the groups going, Um, like the gardening group. I've asked people to send photos in of the things, nice features in their gardens, either by email or Facebook or Messenger. They're coming in from all over the place. And um, I'm going to compile to like a virtual open gardens video. Oh, and we, I'm doing nice. similar with a craft group because everybody's making things. And because there's lots of different crafts, it's not really the people who come to craft group. There's other people doing cooking and, and different sorts of art who wouldn't come to craft group. But, mm. uh, so we, we take it, and they're sending photos and I'm going to compile them into a video <laughs> for a it's virtual craft show. You, yeah, it's keeping you busy as well. Though. It's keeping me very busy. Yeah <laughs> Oh, no. good... I keep having ideas. I shall. I have to have a rest of having ideas. <laughs> well, I think. I think you always need
1: ideas, people, don't we?
0: We are currently sharing positive self-isolation pointers on our Facebook page. Please do give our Towns Women's Guilds Facebook page a follow and share these ideas with anybody who may benefit.
3: I said yes. it was secret, Penny, because I was just going to tell everybody that our craft group. <laughs> <is> doing... <laughs> <laughs> I've been sending uh, patterns to each other and discussing it and so uh, that's our secret then. <laughs>
1: we can talk about it without mentioning what it is. Um, but it's yeah it's something, it's something that uh, I have I have two groups in different parts of the country working on so um, that, that's phenomenal. Helena, what are you doing for exercise at the moment?
0: Um, well, we're taking the dog out, obviously still have to take him out, so our daily exercise is our dog walk, but I live in the middle of the countryside, so it's been really nice actually to find new ways of walking, you know, different routes. Our usual routes are still quite busy, particularly even though if we go first thing in the morning before we start work or, we, or we've we been going out at lunchtime, it's still quite busy because obviously it's such nice weather, so we've been finding some lovely like woodland walks as well that... I knew existed, but we'd never we'd never been along. Um so that's been really nice to find more actually on our doorstep. So out and about that's been lovely for an hour or so a day and um, to take the dog out and then I, I subscribe to like an online like boot camp sort of thing online. So um, I've been doing some live workouts again using the likes of Zoom, which is quite fun to see the other ladies that do it. Um, we're all doing our exercise together, which is great. Um, it's quite motivating, actually, when everybody can see each other. There's no hiding. <laughs> because I can't hide behind it and just sit down and watch them. <laughs> so, um, that's actually been really good. And it's it's been the kind of boost that I needed, actually. I'd been quite poorly for a little while, and I'd got out of sync of, no, of um you know, having the motivation to do exercise. But getting back into this during this time has actually been a really good thing to do, I think. And it's given me that little boost that I needed to um kind of get back in a routine with it. Yeah, I've, I mean... Uh, I was doing it before, but probably not to the extent I am at the moment. So it's been a good time to get back into it, you know, with, with, without the commute in the mornings and going home. I've got those extra couple of hours in the day. So, yeah, I've yeah. been trying to do it where I can. I tried it in the garden one day when it was really hot. That was a very bad idea. That was. I yeah. thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> it was far too hot. But it's been lovely to enjoy the weather at the same time. My,
1: my exercise is very limited, unfortunately. I spend far too much time sitting in front of the computer at the moment. But I have managed a couple of hours out in the garden and cutting back roses, and which is rather late to be doing it, but I haven't had the time before. The only problem is I, I've got... A little blue flower that the gardener who occasionally comes to visit me says is a wildflower, and I should be proud to have. But it's more like a weed in my garden. And I cannot dig it up. It's just got two strong roots. That's why I need the gardener, I think. But, but then I've only got two, two patches of 15 square feet, basically, front and back. So it's not, not an awful lot to keep me busy. Otherwise, it's walking to the supermarket once a week or deciding which pillar box I'm going to go and post letters in today. And I've got a choice of three. Sometimes I do a circuit of the whole three to to give me the better. For some reason or other, where I live, although it's in in the city, is surrounded by... I think we've got three, three large cemeteries within easy walking distance. Two of them, one is absolutely beautifully manicured, one is totally neglected, and another has cultivated areas of wildflowers, which is absolutely beautiful. And they've decorated the fences with a lot of um, bunting and things. I don't believe it's actually used for burials at the moment at all, Um, whereas the, the one at the bottom of the road, which is beautifully kept is is very active and there are several burials and several cremations a day going on there. But um, yeah, not the most cheery of places to visit from some perspectives. But it's it feels reasonably safe anyway. So what's been happening locally to you? Have you been taking part in the clapping that goes on on Thursdays?
3: Oh yes, we have. Oh yes, oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes it's Thursday. Me
0: been quite yeah. the thing on our street actually it's been quite nice when our next-door neighbour came out with a pot on a pan the other day and then the, the following week an air horn so um <laughs> been quite quite the racket but it is lovely
3: yeah i'm taking it's, my it's pan that. out next week to join in this week yes to join in
1: yeah that's good we because i live so close to the hospital we actually had some workers come out and uh, stand in the middle of the road and speak to us the other evening. So and that was quite pleasant as well. A bus came out of hospital grounds and people on there were waving to us. So it really felt that we were taking part in something. One of the other things that's happening is all the rainbows that are appearing as well. I know, Karen, yeah. your your craft group have been busy... Knitting and crocheting rainbows, haven't they? Crocheting, oh,
2: yes, yes. And, and um, we've done some NHS teddies and I've put some rainbow hearts on them. So I've got quite a lot in my windows, yes. But on my walks around the area delivering newsletters, there are a lot, quite a lot about. Yeah. So it's lovely to see him. I,
1: I've been taking the opportunity to try and divest ourselves of soft toys because... <laughs> My daughter left home a long time ago, but left an awful lot of soft toys behind. Yeah. So i been putting them on the wall outside my house oh. with an invitation for people to take them. They go quite oh, yeah. slowly. It, it makes sense, doesn't it? If they're a child, yeah. the, the worrying thing is I am seeing very few children out, and given that I've got a block of flats at the end of the road, there ought to be more hmm. children around.
2: There ought to be more children walking around. I'd found yeah. a lovely pattern for an NHS scrubs outfit that fits um bear factory bears, and my daughter has got my daughter's still here though, but she's got oh, 20 bear factory if not more up the loft. I thought that would be brilliant. We could sell those at the craft fair if I dressed them all in yeah. scrubs. Now nah, she won't let me have them. <laughs> so. So I've resorted to looking for them on eBay to dress, but oh,
1: <laughs> I haven't oh, persuaded them. There's one might, in
2: the window, but that's as far as they've got.
1: <laughs> but, but you might find that um, you can just sell the outfits for the bears. Yes, yes, that's um, true. A lot of people have got dolls and bears that can bear dressing from time to time. Yeah.
2: Yes, I'll get the ladies on it when... Uh, doing that well well i'll send some patterns out but uh, they they need to have uh, there's a local shop who are um, delivering wool to the sedgley area so i might persuade them a
1: lot of local yarn shops are actually delivering now so it's it's quite um, useful that way. So I must, must yes. put in a plug for local yarn shops and there, most of the big online suppliers are still working as well. Yes,
3: they are. They are. Yeah.
1: Have you been doing a
3: lot of online shopping? Yes, I've done my first click and collect ever from my supermarket, which arrived today. As I told you, my husband is sheltered, which means he's one of the one and a half million who should get priority slots for delivery. But out of the one and a half million, the supermarkets have only received names of a few thousand. So it just comes up not recognized. So we found a, a click and collect slot for today, quite out of the blue. And I did my I felt quite Quite Mm. modern, doing (laughs) because this might sound funny to other people who do it normally. But I've never done a click and collect shop. I've never ordered food online, Um, and my son actually has just come and delivered it for us. So, thank you. So, um, this could be something that I should have done a long time ago, really, because you know, as you get older, you never know Mm. when you can go out shopping, when it's going to stop, when there's illnesses. And it means that you know you're not relying on other people. So um, yes, yeah. another I've chalked up another first because of isolation.
1: Well, that's yeah. brilliant. I've discovered that the the isolation has been very hard on my sock supply for some reason. Every day when I put on a pair of socks, I've noticed a hole in them. So about midnight <laughs> last night, I went onto the MS website and uh, did a little stock-up and of course it's just not worth it to just buy one thing, is it? I did a fair few stock-ups of bits and pieces that are absolutely essential. Well done to you, Stella, for doing your first <laughs> online shop. Karen, do you share out the shopping responsibilities so you send us son at a time or?
2: Well, I think, or I'm fairly certain, that I have had the virus. It was like weeks ago. And I still cannot taste or smell. I've just got no sense and I think it's gone completely for good. But I can't understand how nobody in the household got it as well. But rather than let them go shopping and risk it, I've been doing the shopping, which is not pleasant. (laughs) The queuing is okay, because I've I've got there early, and it hasn't been much of a queue. But... uh, it's impossible to, to keep two meters away from people. There's um, assistants stacking shelves with big trolleys in the middle of the aisles, and it's just impossible to keep two meters away. So it's a bit stressful, <laughs> but, yeah. but so I can go. My mom used are... to do. My mum died six years ago, but she was and she was eighty nine. But she did online Sainsbury's shopping for years. I was always amazed, but she did. It was yeah. only the last last couple of times um, that I had to do it for her. Well,
1: that's nice, because it gives you a feeling of being in control, doesn't it, when you can do something like that for yourself? Yeah. I, I think I'm really grateful that I remember that first weekend when they talked about lockdown, and I, I went into Sainsbury's thinking I could get my normal weekly shop how stupid was I? Oh. I thought it was just be the toilet rolls that went there. But, but I managed to buy a packet of frozen sprouts, a bottle of water, and some chocolate. And that was all I could get of my normal <laughs> wheat. Um, oh
2: it's
1: it's, it's better than that now.
2: The flour, isn't
1: Well, flour we've got, eggs we haven't. Yeah. We can manage.
0: churchgoers did you miss church for easter sunday i've not been to church for a few years but i did miss hearing the bells on easter sunday i don't go regularly
2: but i no. used to and um, um, the, the church i go to is uh, is in interregnum and they right. haven't got an or well i've got an organist for some of the time but one week yeah. a month i haven't got an organist so I, I have been roped into playing the organ. <laughs> and it I could, I could play the piano anywhere, but playing the organ terrifies me. I don't know. It's because it's so loud. There's something about it. So even though I've missed, um, you know, not, not being able to go to church, it's been mm. such a relief because I would have been playing the organ on Easter. So when they said that they'd um, stopped church services, I was... I was relieved because I thought, at least I haven't got to play the organ, which is terrible. Isn't it? No,
1: no. I mean, it, having been brought up in a, a vicar's household, with life dictated by the church activities, I can quite understand where you're coming from in, in some respects. If you're on the road to be doing something on the Sunday, well, you can't do anything else, can you?
2: No, it, no.
1: It's It's there. It was strange, though, not being able to go to church over the Easter period, and
0: Mm.
1: I can't believe actually watching the Archbishop of Canterbury carrying out a service from his kitchen. It seemed very Mm. strange to me.
2: Yeah,
1: But but it brought us in touch, and everybody's in the same boat. Um, They had had a very useful service on, on the BBC in the morning, where they'd recycled the hymns from a previous Easter visit to the Banga Cathedral from a couple of years ago. So we had a couple of people in the church speaking the basic service and doing the readings and then interspersed with hymns from two years ago. Very very Yeah, feck- that's
2: good. That's sensible,
1: yeah. Is anybody in your area doing the scrub bags or any of the sewing for the NHS at the moment, making masks or anything?
2: I think some people are, but I haven't I haven't done any yeah. myself. I
1: know there's lots of fundraising efforts going on for the NHS at the moment and I'm sure our ladies will find ways to join in with everything. I wanted to ask you, what are we going to do when all this is over? How are we going to market? What should we be doing to get her name out there?
2: Sedgeley are going to have a celebration party, but one of the ladies suggested uh, like a countrywide um, coffee morning or, or some you know about TG. Everybody doing it on the same at the same time. It's only a suggestion. Oh, oh, oh I think that's a brilliant idea. suggestion.
1: I, I was going to suggest a party because uh, I think it would be a great time to invite. All of the people in our communities, all the women yes, in our yes,
2: community. community yeah.
1: Along, yeah. Uh, and join us for a party. I know some people will say, but we've lost friends. How can we celebrate? But I think there mm. is, you know, it's like VE Day at the end of the war. Everybody's yeah. lost somebody. Mm. But mm. they were celebrating the fact that they'd got through it more than anything, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, that's certainly something we can do. Well, this morning, just before we started recording, I received a delivery of TG magazines. So your your new magazine will be going out next week, or you should receive it at the beginning of next week. Anyway, I hope that those of you that you've all received the Townswomen in Contact uh, newsletter that's gone out now the first one and I'm looking for contributions for the second newsletter which I hope to get out sometime in the middle back end of May because I think that's another nice way of keeping in touch with people and letting them know what's going on. I know the original lockdown period for people in self-seclusion was going to be 12 weeks. I'm hoping that it won't necessarily be as long as that for everybody but i do think we're going to be told today that it's another three weeks in strict lockdown so it's worth doing it's worth continuing all the good work that is going on and keeping in touch to keep tg going i hope that i'll see as many people as possible at the AGM, which we've now shifted to September the 30th. The bookings for observers is open until the 21st of August. The booking for delegates closes on the 21st of July. We're still taking them. One thing that everybody should know is that Post has been stuck in the office for uh, the last few weeks, but we're hoping to have an SAS run to liberate it in the next few days. So we should be able to get back to a bit of normality. Do keep using TG's Facebook page. Do keep in touch with us in whatever ways you can. In the newsletter, I put my home address and I'm quite happy to accept all posts. It'll get passed on to the right people. In the office, we have furloughed three people but everybody else is working from home. And so everything that we can do is being done. I think it's time now for me really to wrap up. You've done very well listening to us for this long. Thank you very much to Karen and Stella for joining us today and to Helena. Thank you at home for tuning in to Talking Townswomen episode five. We hope you've enjoyed our conversation and company for this episode. As always, you can listen back to previous episodes by your podcast provider, and you can get the podcast through our webpage, which is www.the-tg.com. Rate us or leave a review with your podcast provider. Let's see if we can get a high score on some of these podcasts. If you've got some thoughts, please leave either email to the TG at contact at the hyphen TG dot com or leave them on our Facebook page or the special one for the podcast, which is called Talking One Podcast. We do hope that you will, in- will join us again for our next episode in about a month's time. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from our guest, Karen. Goodbye, everybody. Stella. Goodbye. And Helen.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you found this podcast interesting. We'd like to keep you up to date with TG News, so encourage you to let us know if you've recently set up an email address by emailing your name, email address and guild to contact at the-tg.com. We'd like to remind you to share your email addresses with your fellow guild members to make sure that you can all keep in touch. We are currently sharing positive self-isolation pointers on our Facebook page. Please do give our Townswomen's Guild's Facebook page a follow and share these ideas with anybody who may benefit.